Well, hello there, my silly gooses. Welcome back to the Midweek Breakdown, presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2, and I am G2. I am here to just talk to you guys for a good 10 to 20 minutes about any and everything, and then I'll let you guys off with some music to go about the rest of your day. First thing I want to talk about today is Nima Nomani. For people that don't know, that is the man that the police are suspecting that killed um, Cash App creator Bob Lee. His arraignment has been postponed yesterday. He was supposed to be uh, arraigned, but they postponed that arraignment because Bob Lee's autopsy or toxicology report was released uh, that Monday. And the toxicology did report that the tech executive did die on the operating table and it was found to have alcohol, cocaine and ketamine in his system. Why does that make any difference? I have no idea why why that has any influence in this whole uh, case of the alleged suspect Nima Momani uh, stabbing Bob Lee if they found cocaine in his system or alcohol was it because uh, they probably thinking that the defense could use that as Bob Lee probably saying some harshful thing to Nima Momani or probably even threatening Nima Momani I have no idea they did say the defense needed some time to uh, review the autopsy that's the reason why the judge was able to postpone uh, his arraignment, and they do have his new arraignment date set for May 18th. Again, I don't understand it. This is lawyer business. I just want to keep everybody up to date. What's up with the Bob Lee case? And the next thing I technically want to talk about is the passenger being banned from United Airlines after allegedly assaulting crew member, which I don't know how we can say allegedly because there's video of it. And for people that don't know, there is video of a white man in a blue like, I don't know if it's a Ralph Polo type shirt or just a buttoned up stylistic uh, shirt. He was on a United plane, Airlines plane, and he was upset. They call him disruptive because as it was reported, the man that was arrested in his name was Cody Levins or Levins um, of Montgomery, Texas. He and his wife were on the plane and they were in the wrong seats. A crew member told him and his wife that and the man took offense to this. So he just started to swing and he did uh, allegedly hit a crew member. Again, you got to say allegedly. I don't understand why because there's video of it. But until he's been convicted, I kind of get it. But it's so stupid. Um, But the man was arrested. He was arrested in charge with battery following the incident on Sunday and it has been said that he has been banned from United Airlines. I don't understand what makes people get upset if you're in the wrong seats at a airlines or if you're in a plane and you're in the wrong seats. Just go to the seats that you were assigned to. I understand how you might be naivete of thinking you're in your right seats because you might think that you clicked the seats that you wanted to select what may have you, but Listen, if your ticket has the seat that you're supposed to sit in and you don't sit in that seat, dog, and the crew member tell you, yo, you're in the wrong seat, just get up and don't make a fuss about it. You can say, oh, I thought I was in the right seat. You can play that stupid off and they might say, nah, you're in the wrong seat. You got to go to your seat. Just get up. You don't got to make a fuss. You don't got to make must. You don't have to do all that idiocrity uh, business dealing because only thing you're doing is just causing people more hassle. I guarantee you the crew member, the flight attendants, they don't want to be dealing with a disruptive person. They don't want to be dealing with just a-holes on a plane. They already got to be up in the air dealing with mad multiple different personalities as we are in this godforsaken time now because there's a lot of people that are not 
right mentally or they're just not right at all. There are certain people that's not uh, right physically. And also, I got to let everyone know that since we are in May, this is the May 3rd, the third day of May, we are in Mental Health Awareness Month. So please go see a psychiatrist or therapist or whoever you need to see so you can deal with your mental uh, stability because that is a part of life. That's something that a lot of people put off on the back burner. I've seen a lot of people put their mental health on the back burner just so they can go over and help other people and they forget about their own until they become completely insane and did see that everybody just cast them off as being crazy. So for the people that are out there that need help or that need to just focus on their own mental health, please go and uh, go and see whoever you need to see or just take some time out for yourself. Just explore uh, wildlife if that's what you like to do or go off to the beach and just look at the beach because the beach is a beautiful scenery or just go to anywhere that has water and some type of green pastures because again beautiful scenery but again do whatever makes you happy as long as it's not hurt anyone else I do got to put that label out there but do something that will help you out with your mental uh, mind focus as we're in mental health awareness I thought you wanted to throw that out there since we are talking about a passenger who was I don't think all the way there or just was upset because he was a complete a-hole. But again, uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, since we are in May, and with this uh, topic here, anybody that's on a plane and you happen to see a person that's not acting right, just alert an air uh, pilot, not a pilot, uh, airline attendant, and just allow them to take care of that. That's part of their job. I did appreciate seeing in the video those people that were on the plane trying to hold the man down you saw a woman literally grab his shirt and try to like hold him so he wouldn't continue to act stupid i did appreciate that but again she he probably could have popped her in the face so please be mindful of that i don't ever want anybody to get popped in the mouth for somebody's stupidity but again just be careful and mindful of other people's uh mental mental stability that's all i'm trying to get out of here now on to the Met Gala. The Met Gala was this past Monday, and I don't know what the Met Gala is. Now, I had to do some research. I looked into it, and what I found out was that the Met Gala is usually hailed on the first Monday in May, and that they are dedicated to raising funds for the Met's Costume Institute. That's what they say, and that a ticket for attending the Met Gala is usually $30,000. That was the price of twenty. 22's uh, price but this year they say that it was fifty thousand dollars so that was a lot and when i looked into do celebrities uh actually pay for their tickets at the met gala they would say that the many celebrities who do attend don't pay for their own ticket instead the entry costs and costumes were bankrolled by major fashion houses in exchange the fashion houses excuse me receives the exposure and the goodwill of having contributed to the fundraising however the tickets don't use to be so expensive. Either way, you get my point here. Um, the Met Gala had a lot of people just going out here being outrageous and just dressing up in things that you won't usually see them normally uh, wear at other uh, red carpet events. I mean, you had Doja Cat literally having prosthetics of a cat face. And I don't know what it is about people just wanting to show off their artistic side. I get it. That's cool, that's fine, and that's dandy, but she came up with a prosthetic of a cat on her face. I get the stage name, Doja Cat, get it, cat, cool, great. 
I at least can give her that. That's fine. That's cool. But my man Jared Leto, he popped up with a whole like costume of a cat. And I don't understand the artsiness or the creative aspect of that. I don't get it. Again, that's all in their world. That's money that has not flown to my pocket yet to understand it. Hopefully it will before my time ends to understand this whole uh, Met Gala, the whole artsy business of it. But just to see these people dressed or wear some of these things was uh, real bizarre. Little Nas X, he came out literally dressed up as, I would say, like a chrome statue, if you will. I mean, he was spray painted in nothing but silver. He had a legit, I would say, almost what they call them speedos for men. They will say G-string for women. But my man had a silver speedo. And he got spray painted in all silver. He had like rhinestones or pearls all over his body. And that was, those are the type of things that make it stand out if you want to go all the way out. I mean, go balls to the walls if you want to do that. And he did. So I got to give him something for that. But all these other designs that I saw, I was like, okay, they're not really it. Only people that really stand out with colors was what Kendall Jenner she came out with a red dress blue uh the guy that everybody's all hyped up about uh Pedro Pascal I believe that's the guy that does the Mandalorian he came out in what a red trench coat but everybody else usually just like wore a black or white just like plain Jane style like color no type of coloring patterns or any of that I don't understand that if you're there go out be flamboyant, be balls at walls crazy in your creativity. That's what I would do. One thing I did not like about the Met Gala that I did see that uh, somebody recorded was that ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky popped out from the crowd. He acted like he was a part of the regular normal people, but then he had to pop over the barricade. And when he did so, he kind of smushed a girl's face. And I didn't like that. He just has a theme for the theatrics. That was complete stupidity to me. And you could see in the girl's face after that, she didn't like really appreciate that. I wouldn't either. You could tell that he would have probably got punched in the face if he did that to another dude. So he had the right idea going next to a woman for that. I would not have done it. But hey, as they said, Rocky, but that was a dick move. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a complete dick move. He should have just walked in with his girl, Rihanna. They could have just been there. And the fit that he had wasn't even great neither. She came up all white. Straight up, just all white up, just big white fluffles all over, like midsection to her hood with a white fluffle. My man, ASAP, he came up there with a kilt and a, what, regular tuxedo style jacket and some white shirt and tie. Plain Jane. It was absolute plain Jane. I think that he should have just been there holding Rihanna's purse if that was his whole thing. Literally be behind her. Don't try to make your own grand entrance like a dickhead if you're just going to be wearing something plain Jane. If anything, he should have came out there fresh and deaf, bedazzled up with at least a shiny P. Diddy style suit, him and Maze style from early, what, 2000, late 90s, if ASAP was going to do it. But no, he came out here plain Jane. But again, this is just me, a guy that doesn't know much about fashion, but I know whenever uh, something stands out. And for the occasion that they were at this Met Gala, ball or whatever it is this was not a uh, this was not it for ASAP Rocky here and that's my coverage of the Met Gala 
hopefully I did at least some type of justice to it. I'm trying to at least keep up with uh, high arts or at least the red uh, carpet situations whenever I do see it. And this one stuck out to me since I saw people talk about it on Twitter. I thought, all right, let me at least dabble my feet into it and see what everybody thought. And everybody thought the exact same thing. Now, off to the last thing I do want to talk about is that the godfather of AI, the pioneer, he has left Google and he talks about technology's uh, future, or at least he warns about it. As has come from NBC News, the godfather of AI is issuing a warning about technology he helped create. Jeffrey Hinton, a trailblazer in artificial intelligence, has joined the growing list of experts showing their concerns about the rapid advancement of artificial intelligence. It is hard to see how you can prevent the bad actors from using it for the good things, Hinton said in an interview with the New York Times. Hinton is worried that the future versions of the technology pose a real threat to humanity. The idea that this stuff could actually get smarter than people, a few people believe that, he said in the interview. But most people thought it was way off, and I thought it was way off. I thought it was 30 to 50 years or even longer. Obviously, I no longer think that. Hinton 75 is most noted for the rapid development of deep learning, which uses mathematical structures called neural networks to pull patterns from massive sets of data. Hinton tweeted Monday morning that he felt Google had acted responsibly in its development of AI, but that he had to leave the company to speak out. Hinton is a notable addition to the group of technologists that have been speaking out publicly about the unbridled development and releases of AI. So with me breeding that, we now have the godfather of AI now on the bandwagon of everybody that is not trying to deal with AI. See, at first, he thought AI was a good thing because they wanted, just like every person that's messing around with things of the future. They want to make things better for human civilization. They want to make everything better for the people in the future that's trying to make life way more easier, not harder. That's human progression. But with him now, at least showing concerns about AI, about how AI is growing faster and they can learn quicker and quicker and probably can just outwit a human. He shows what everybody else is saying. Yo, we probably need to start slowing down AI. We probably need to start cutting it down. That's the way everybody believes. Everybody sees it, at least the people at the top. I see it as a thing that, yo, we need to uh, kind of start dumbing down technology. We need to stop messing around with technology so much. I don't like people touching things as much. Yes, you can update an iPhone. You can update Apple products. Yes, you can make a computer uh, run faster and give it more pixels. You can uh, make a game run faster on a gaming PC. You can do all these things with technology. Do that. Fine. But making a computer smarter than us, that's a problem. Making a computer being able to answer questions, that's a problem because we all know where it's leading to. Computers are going to be running things. We all see it. As a matter of fact, that's one of the reasons why um, right now in Hollywood, you got people with the Screenwriters Guild or the Writers Guild, just point blank, they're on strike right now is because one, they're not getting paid the wages that they're supposed to be getting. As a matter of fact, they say that they have dropped 28% since last time they went on uh, strike and that was 15 years ago. And that's one of the reasons why, because of pay. Another reason why is because they have a feeling that AI is going to be doing their job sooner rather than later. 
that's another reason why the screenwriters are starting to be on strike. And I don't blame them at all because right now we're trying to make things way much more cheaper, at least the people at the top, the people that work around with technology, they are trying to make things more cheaper for them because if they have technology working for them, they can give them uh, the answers to the problems. They can give them the working model, the code and all this type of crap. Why do you need humans for it? Why do you need these many people in your company? You probably need about, what, one or two or even three, probably to even fix the computers when it goes down. But then whenever the computer starts figuring out how they can avoid being shut down or all these glitches, guess what? You won't need people at all for that. We need people. Technology needs humans, period. There's going to be a point in time where technology feels that it won't need us, but one day they might be right, one day they might be wrong. I'm on the side of computers are always going to need people, and people are always going to need computers. But I feel that, just like everything in life, you're going to have things that's going to go out of style, and people are just going to revolt. And if people revolt, best believe if computers are learning from people, the computers are going to revolt. So if the computers revolt, we as humans, we are screwed. We are dead in the water, and we can't do nothing about it. So, I will suggest anybody that's out there within the sound of my voice that works with technology, please go and tell other people, yo, you need to stop messing around with AI, or we need to try to figure out a way how we can tell our other techie people to stop messing around with AI. Stop in their footsteps right now, because we're screwed if they completely go AI all the way, and AI just works the whole way out. We are donezo. We, as a human civilization, we are legitimately done. We're out of here. We're toast. But... Again, that's just me. If you want to hear me talk way more about it, I mentioned this in like the episode two of the Midweek Breakdown because I compare Megan and the way that AI is working now because Megan's a perfect movie to show you how AI is going to screw over everyone. And if you haven't seen it, I believe it's still on Peacock now. Again, this is not an ad. This is just me just furthering my point. Go and watch Megan and you'll see what I mean by that. Now, with all that being said, I'm almost out of time here because, again, I stick within the 10 to 20 minute uh, range here. This has been the Midweek Breakdown. I want to thank everybody for downloading the podcast episode here. I want to thank you. I do want to remind people that I do have a Sunday episode out called No Correlation. If you haven't listened to it, go and check it out now. And if you do listen or watch professional wrestling, I do have an episode called Wrestling Highlights of the Week last week. And it talked about the beginning of the draft and it talked about other things. And again, if you haven't listened to that, go and download it and check it out. Now, with that being said, that's all the self-promotion I got from me here. Now it's time for me to get you guys out of here for the song of the week. The song of the week this week, it is Foo Fighters Everlong. I like this song. I kind of discovered this song, what, early last year when Taylor Hawkins, like, before he passed away. So this song just makes me reminisce about things. But I'm pretty sure people that listen to rock or listen to Foo Fighters, they at least know this song. They do credit this song as literally one of the greatest songs of all time. And I at least got to admit, this is literally one of the greatest songs of all time. So with that all being said, oh yeah, and Foo Fighters, they're supposed to be having another album coming out within, what, next month or in July? Either June or July, one or two. You can look it up yourself. But I'll be waiting for that album to come out, and uh, hopefully it's great. So with that being said, Foo Fighters, Everlong. <laughs>